Welcome to The Abundance Mentality, 20-minute snippets to improve your health, wealth, spirituality, and relationships. I'm Zach. And I'm Maria. All right, so today we're going to be looking at the concept of taking extreme ownership. This is primarily from Jocko Willink's basically everything to do with him <laughs> forever, um, but mainly from the book of the same name, Extreme Ownership. The, the, the basic concept is, is that everything is on you. Yep. If something happens in your life, it's your responsibility to address it. Good, bad, ugly, it's you. Yeah, yeah. And 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 to me, this was sort of life changing or game changing. I one of my most uh, popular articles is called the um, the hardest truth of childhood trauma, and basically the answer is is that it's on you to heal. It's on you to recover. It's like you didn't give yourself the trauma, but it's your responsibility now. Hundred yeah. percent. And and the analogy I take is is that if you if someone shoves you, you know, trips you up and pushes you into glass, right? Mm. You're cut, you're bruised, you're bleeding, your ego's battered. They've gone away. They've left. It's on you to pick yourself back up. And, yeah. and they're not coming back to do that. They're not coming back yeah. to do that. Um, and, you know, so from, from that place of taking ownership of your life, you're able to take the steps forward to, to heal, to recover, to grow. And then if you apply that same logic to everything – you basically it's a, it's a, it's a recipe for self-efficacy it's a recipe for mm, and like agency agency exactly yeah. so what i want to do on this podcast is just sort of break down the concept of extreme ownership and sort of look at how we're we're trying to apply that to our lives so yeah let, let's get into it hey yeah yeah i mean like i guess jocko talks about it a lot with the business setting but it um business he, he mainly gets into business and leadership um, you know, as a as a ex Navy SEAL commander, it's like you know on the battlefield if something goes wrong, you know it's on you as the leader to fix it. Yeah, and so he applies that to business, but it can be applied to any part of life, can't it? Yes. Yeah. So, like parenting is a really good one for me. Like we've got a three year old, and if he does anything or anything goes down, I have to be like, okay, what have I done that sort of yes um, made this happen? Yeah. If if he cracks the shits and he's you know crying, screaming, yelling, right? Yeah. It's easy, like, I suppose with a young kid, it's easy to go, okay, well, it's not his fault. But the older they get, Hmm. the more it's easy to blame the other person. Yeah, it is easy to blame the other person. Exactly. And, like, with with, with parenting, like we've discovered, it's like if if our son's struggling, it's our fault. It's my fault. Yeah, like, I didn't set him up well for the day or, you know, I let him get too tired and... It's not his fault. He's three. Yeah. You do see people blaming the child. Of course. Sometimes on the street and stuff. Well, no, but I'm like, I mean, I know I've personally blamed him as well. It's not like we're, you know. Yeah, it gets frustrating. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But I think the key lesson from the parenting perspective is, is blaming our three-year-old for a tantrum doesn't stop the tantrum. Yeah. You're not actually helping anybody. It doesn't fix the problem. You know, like if he's, if he's, if he's having a tantrum, it's like, okay, did we keep him up too late? Have we not fed him? Have we not established routines and rituals that help him to understand the process of life? Yeah, and sometimes it's just understanding that he's an emotional creature and something feels unfair to him. And it's like, okay, what is going on in your mind right now? Well, have we have we done a good enough job of understanding him or explaining yeah. to him the reality of the situation, right? It's this idea of just putting it always back on yourself. Yeah. You know, and... and from a parental perspective, I could look at something he's doing and blame you and vice yeah. versa. You can blame me. But that's that's a big one is all relationships. Of, of course. But yeah. like I have to look at it and go, if I think, you know, you've quote unquote done something or haven't done something, I now have to think to myself, it's like, okay, have I 
had a calm, rational discussion with you where I've projected to you the importance of why this matters. I, if you don't understand something of why, you know, something that I think is a, you know, an important parental thing, yeah, that's you my might... fault for not explaining it to you. And you might be getting frustrated without anyone else knowing that you're frustrated. Hundred percent. There's there's so many aspects of just putting it on yourself. Yeah. From, from a relationship perspective, you know, we've found that open and honest communication has been you know, a godsend. Yeah. For me personally, on top of that, it's my, my first line of, like, I've got, like, a lot of mental craziness going on, right? <laughs> it's okay, so do I. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's easy to reflexively blame the other. Yeah. Blaming you, blaming my son, blaming the boss, blaming... The society, the any, government. Any, yeah, it's always... <laughs> it just goes on. The yeah. default reaction I've noticed in myself is to blame everyone other than myself mm. for whatever the problem is. So something happens at work, Work's fault, mm. boss's fault, employee's fault, customer's fault. It's never my fault. Yeah, 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 yeah. But even if it, you know, if someone did cause it, yeah, it's still on me to fix it. But how much does it hurt to turn that lens back on yourself? Terribly, it's awful. Like, Terribly it's disgusting. And the, and there's 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 a, there's obviously like a limit to this. This is sort of where I was going with it. I've my when I first was introduced to this concept, I went so far and so hard on it that everything was my fault, and I sort of beat me down in a sense okay but what i've realized is is like let's say you know i'll use you because you're you know right in front of me yeah, sure. but if, if you're if you're if you're acting in a way that's moody or depressed or sad or something that's like you know impacting me right your mood isn't my fault yeah but how i respond to it is yeah you know and i realized that you know i have a empathetic personality i'll take on your mood i'll take on other people's moods and i want to fix it mm-hmm that response of trying to fix the problem is something I need to take ownership of. Maybe I just need to let you go. Maybe I just need to let you deal with it, right? It's it's still, it's it's like sort of going deeper on the concept of taking extreme ownership in like, a relationship. But it's like, how do you know which is the right one in that moment? Practice. Yeah, okay. Because I've learned that like, okay, well, maybe I caused the issue. I can address it. Okay, maybe the issue is with you. I can try and help you address it. But I guess you, what you could do is instead of assuming or blaming, you can ask and say, well, hun- what's going hun- on with you today? But 100%. That, mm. that's, still, that's still the process of putting it on me to try and address the problem. And if, if yeah. the answer is it's, and I'm using you as the generic example here, but if it's, you know, your, your problem, it's internal to you, I have to learn to step back and let you deal. You know, because sometimes yeah. you, can't, you can't, the correct response is to take a step back. You know, there's so many layers to this concept, if that yeah. makes sense, as opposed to trying to fix everything or as opposed to blaming the other person for everything. There's a nuance to it. Yeah. But if you turn it back on yourself, it's not about like self-blame, like I'm, I'm shit, I caused this problem, I'm, I'm at fault. Yeah, and that's an important distinction. There's, there's some really important, I guess, gray areas. Like it's not about going, oh, everyone else is perfect and I'm shit. As, definitely not. You know, or, you know, like maybe the instinctive thing is to say, I'm perfect and everyone else is to blame all their shit. Both are, both are wrong, eh? Yeah, like you've got to find that balance. But I think it's more that if you see a problem, like in the past, and especially when you're a teen, you do this, but like this took me ages. If I saw a problem, I would just like roll my eyes and be like, oh, like someone's doing this stupid thing. Like even at work or whatever, like, oh, the boss doesn't doesn't fix this problem. It would never occur to me to like pull the boss aside and be like, hey, I noticed this thing going on. Like, I just would never do that. Does, does the boss know? 
Does yeah. the boss care? Like, like, and 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 the the idea of extreme ownership is is that you lead up and down the chain of command. Yeah. So if you're a subordinate, you try and address it. You might just be able to fix the problem yourself. You yeah. might be able to address it with the boss. You might be able to, you know, another crew member isn't doesn't understand right. It's not you're not you're not the trainer. You can just fix the problem by helping out, right? There's so many, there's so many, you can just take it on yourself and fix it. Okay, so speaking about fixing things, you might hear a change in the audio. This is because you would have heard our son in the background crying out. So taking some extreme ownership mid-podcast, we've decided to uh, pause the recording and go for a drive. Um, So if the audio has changed, we're actually recording from inside a car because as uh, a parent of a three and a half year old, (laughs) getting some uh, space and free time to do stuff like this is quite a challenge. Do what we can. We do what we can. So um, thus the change. And this is actually the third attempt at this podcast we've had to go <laughs> because of this. But anyway. In the middle um, of lockdown as well. Middle of lockdown. But once again, it's an, even, it's an example of extreme ownership. There are, there are issues happening. There's things in our personal life and in our you know, macro life that we can't control. But we still can do things to account for that. Yeah, that's right. You know, we tried, we tried recording when he's asleep. We tried doing a bunch of other stuff. It's not working. So grandma comes around. We'll take the opportunity to go for, go for a drive into the into a car park and record a podcast because <laughs> that's who we are. Anyway, um, let's get back into it. Okay. So you were saying that it gives you an opportunity to take uh, to look upon yourself, to take control, to yeah, and take a different attitude. So I guess instead of that attitude of like everyone's hurting me or I'm a victim or I know that there's things going wrong, but I'm just going to like sulk about it. Or I guess you get more empowered with this. Um, extreme ownership attitude and you're sort of like when you see a problem you're like okay what am I actually going to do what am I going to do about it as opposed to waiting for the world to fix it yeah and sulking that no one's fixed it I I swear that that has been one of the single biggest things in my life is just absolutely just just doing something about it yeah like me too just recently I did a I posted a picture on my social of some weights that I fixed up and, you know, and, and that's actually quite a challenge for me because in the past I've looked at all sort of handyman work as sort of pseudo triggering, you know, like yeah. my father had issues. I've just never had that sort of male role model. I moved out of home early and I either had to let things go to shit and just not fix the stuff or I had to pay someone exorbitant amounts of money to fix it. Yeah. Or buy a new one or whatever. Or buy a new yeah. one, whatever. And, and I just avoided it. Mm-hmm. And and you, God bless you, has um, <laughs> over the over the years that we've been together have just just encouraged me. Yeah, you can do this. You're good at this. You can do it. And it's finally sunk in. And now I'm sort of leaning into it and going, okay, well, what is the extreme ownership version of this? I can look at a problem. I can fix the problem. And you know, if I don't know how to, I can learn. Mm-hmm. You know, like it was just you know like de-rusting some weights and spray painting them and like sort of making them look sexy right i'm very happy with the job yeah yeah they look great and it, but it's it's not even the point it's it's like the lesson that i learned from doing that and other things like i i know how to change my bike tire now yeah you know i'm i'm riding to work every day and i got a bunch of flat tires cuz i bought a bike that had crappy tires and now once again rather than avoiding it i researched spoke to some friends that knew new bike stuff and fixed it so i know how to change bike tires and also bought better tires bought better tires mm. i addressed the problem yeah right nice. it's so empowering it's oh. so good and the more you do this the more you have this attitude the more you're like hang on i can fix almost anything going on self-efficacy it's, yeah it's so true and i mean th- there's multiple layers here and like the example is is like i'm always trying to look back upon myself and be like how am i at fault and this isn't in a, like, when I first say this, and particularly, like, you know, when you talk to people, like, in the sort of mental health community, 
that can come across as a negative self-attitude. Of course. And it's distinctly not. I'm not saying, oh, woe is me, I'm a terrible person, I'm shit, I hate myself. It's not that. It's, it's more like actually the opposite. It's mm-hmm. sort of cutting down the ego. How did I cause this problem? Yeah, or like maybe even how can I take control of it yes. as well? Yeah, yeah. like just so many instances, like something goes wrong at work. Mm. It's so easy to blame other people. Yeah. It's so easy. Something goes wrong in a relationship, romantic, platonic, work-based, family-based, whatever. For, for years I've blamed other people. Yeah. You know, the, the, the family members, the, 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 the friends, always the other. Mm-mm-mm. Just a quick recall now, it's like, no, it's clearly I didn't do X, Y, Z, and I could have, and I should have. Yeah, I mean, like, they didn't either. Like, you know, it's not that true, you... True, true, but, but the they didn't do it, but I didn't either. You also didn't. For years, I would be waiting for the other person to take the action, for the other person to address the problems, for the other person to come to me with a solution, to, to highlight the idea that, you know, I'll, I'll protect you, I'll save you, I'll support you. Mm. And, you know, as a, as a kid, that makes more sense. And, you know, I've got a, long, a lot of hang-ups from my past. But that was like, you know, 25 years ago. Mm. That was 20 years ago. But you have to learn the new way of doing it. Of course. And it doesn't come naturally. No. But I have to take ownership of that. Yeah, 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 I have to yeah. read the self-help books. <laughs> I have to take the action. I have to do the therapy. Yeah. Right. They may not. They may never. Right. And you have to let that go and be okay with that as well. Once again, taking ownership of that. They're my feelings now. They're my thoughts now. They're my... Mm. You know, like, there's... There's a quote, I can't, I'll probably butcher it, but it's something along the lines of like, did you have a bad day or did you have a bad moment and you let it ruin your whole day? Mm, right? I love it. Apply that concept to, did you have a bad life or did you have a bad year of life or a bad mm. childhood and you let that ruin your whole life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Dangerous yeah. words, controversial words, yeah. but I mean, no matter how shit your life is, no matter what happened, no matter how bad the system is, is oppressing you, no matter what's happening, your race, your gender, your ethnicity, your sexuality... We all have different starting points, but you're the one that's in charge of your life in the sense that you have to respond. Yep. You have to respond to what's happening. And it might not be fair. It's you not know? fair. I'm, I'm talking about fair. it from a, a, a white male that's, mm. you know, 30. So I'm like the most privileged person. No, but like the point is not to say, to diminish what's happened and all the trauma and stuff. It's more like, despite all that, you still have control and you can gain more control of your own life you still have to act yeah you still have to like what other option is there yeah. what other option is there other than to take the ownership of the situation you found that you push found forward? yourself in yeah i mean the, the other option is to complain the other option is to fall into a victim cycle of woe is me mm. now don't get me wrong you might have a harder life than i have had mm. or i'm having there's millions, billions of people that do. Of course, yeah. But hoping that I will fix your life mm. is, 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 a, is a wasted hope. It's a mm. wasted dream. It's a waste of time. The only way that you're going to get help is to look at your situation, to take ownership of it, to put, put, the, put the ownership uh, onus on you mm. to fix it. Yeah. I mean, like, you're, you're currently pregnant as we speak. Yeah. I can't help you with your sickness. <laughs> you need to take ownership of what's happening and if you need something you'll come to me and ask yeah you know what yeah. i mean like like you, i can't do that for you unless you take like you i might be able to do things to help but unless you tell me you wouldn't know what to do kind I of wouldn't, yeah yeah i wouldn't know what to do i wouldn't know that i should like there's a whole variety of things but we have to take ownership mm. <laughs> another example i i think that i've um 
really struggled with is if someone else, like in relationships, but not not marriage or whatever, but like um, it might be family or a friend or a workmate and you find them toxic, you find them just like they're a bitch or they always talk down to me or... So um, why are they in your life? Yeah, well, this is the thing. You've got cho- chosen relationships and unchosen ones. Yep. And it's one thing when it's a friend that you chose to be friends with and you can say, look, I actually don't want to see you for a while. But then it's another thing if it's... Um, I like that chosen versus unchosen relationships. That's a good yeah, distinction. Yeah. There's, there's people in your life you just can't get rid of. Like it might be someone at work that's actually higher up than you. Like you Well, can't... no matter what you do, your mum's your mum, your dad's your dad. Yeah. Your brother's your brother. Like there, there's no there's no thing yeah. that can change those relationships. And of course, some people make the choice to never see their family again or you can quit your job and get a different job. But the thing is that these people, there's always going to be somebody in your life you might, you might get a new job, but then someone else might... You might find someone else super annoying. There, there, there will always be people that are toxic. Yeah, and you have to learn how to... It's actually... I've learned on me mm-hmm. to learn how to speak to those people, have relationships with those people. Like, if I'm super annoyed about someone, they're going to teach me something. And, you know, what am I doing to contribute to this toxic situation? Am I buying in too much? Am I getting too offended? Am I being too sensitive? Like, there's something. And Can we drill down on what you mean by toxic? Do you, you don't mean, like, an abusive person. You mean more just bad for you or both? I guess or either. Either yeah. or. What I'm trying to say is that that is a situation where in the past I've really struggled because it's like, yeah, but they're saying this, they're doing this, and I just don't know what to do. I just don't know what to say to them. I don't know how to You have to do something because they're not going to change. Well, that's it. And, yeah, and I look, I've finally realized, like, I don't have to take it on so much. Their stuff is their stuff. If they're saying something mean, in that moment, I can choose to allow that to ruin my self-esteem or ruin my day. Or I can be like, okay, I see that you're having that you're having a bad day. You know, you're, you're about like lashing a shift out. Of perception. Yeah. To put it, yeah. yeah, and and I suppose if your if your approach to shifting of perceptions don't work, you need to take ownership of that that approach isn't working and do yeah. something different, right? Yeah. And if that doesn't work, you have got to do something different. Like, and I yeah. suppose that's where it might lead to the 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 divorce or the end of the relationship or the stepping away or the mm-hmm. you know whatever it is because ultimately how that person's impacting you, no matter what the context, it is on you to deal with it and to you to address yeah, it. Yeah, and like, I mean this in an empowering way. It's, of course. You know, they're not just going to bully you forever. This, and this, this doesn't necessarily even mean that you turn and run. It yeah. can mean, or like, you know, you change your mental shift. It could mean like, hey, do you know how you're coming across right now? Just like yeah. you know, a casual conversation. It could mean, you know, a little bit of a pointed joke. Yeah. It could, like, like it's, it's not like there's one solution, but the, the actual, there is one solution. It's taking ownership it's that you have to do something yeah or it might be like hey there's no need for that let's talk about something else or you know like you addressing, don't know, whatever addressing it is. in some capacity internally yeah. externally yeah towards you towards them something has to happen and you might step away a little bit mm. just enough to just take that tension away whatever and the action is as you're putting it on you yeah something so we're coming up to the 20 minutes mm-hmm. i've okay. got to take action if you're cool with that yeah um, the take action I want to be is, is the next time just, just have a, just an internal check on yourself. Mm-hmm. And the next time you find yourself blaming someone else, just turn the camera and look to see what you could do. Mm-hmm. Ask the question, am I at fault? What can I do to change the situation? How can I take extreme ownership? Yeah. Have so, I brought it up with them? Have I asked the question? What can I do? Yeah. So, so it's basically like an alarm clock. You'll feel yourself. You'll feel this like tension, this anger, this aggression, this, this something blaming other people. Mm. 
when that happens, the next time that happens, just turn the camera and go, what can I do here? Mm -hmm. Make sense? Love it. I love it too. Okay, so um, that's about all from us. We'll, uh, what is it? It's time for you to take some action. We'll, um, we'll go read some more we'll books, go read some more books and uh, <laughs> come back to you. Cheers. Cheers.